You wanna you wanna finish saying what you were saying? Now that everybody can hear you, friend. But what that? What did I say that I was that I'm not the prelude you are? Yes, that's what you said. Because uh, yeah. on this podcast we don't have introductions. Uh, but y'all want introductions. Hey, so y'all y'all are the first guys that I've ever had uh beyond my birthday as guests. So welcome. Thanks for having us. It's great to be here. <laughs> okay. It's phenomenal. It's been a long time coming. Uh, yes. Y'all been trying to get on my show for a very long time. Because I'm popping and it's wow. 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 <laughs> you know? y'all, y'all haven't been trying to it took a year and a half. Y'all off. been trying to get on for a long time. Showing off already. I have a I have a list of people that are waiting to get on uh, here. And y'all just made the cut. We probably could have got on all the smoke, knuckleheads, uh-huh. pivot. We could have got on all the show. Club Shay Shay. All of them before we got here. But you didn't. And you're on my show. Hmm? That's a prelude. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> So we're not, we don't do formal introductions, but we are going to do some sort of introductions so my uh, listeners can know who's talking, because there's some deep voices happening beyond my own for the first time as you broke your chest. What's happening over there? <laughs> so, JJ, do you want me to introduce you, or do you? You got it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I have uh, the All-American himself, class of 1970. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, my friend JJ is here. He is an All-American. He's a photographer extraordinaire, my own personal paparazzi. Thanks. My big brother, one of my very, very good friends. Welcome, JJ. Thanks for having me. Hello. And uh, to my right, ooh, what shall we say? How, how are we, how we going to introduce? Because what I really want to say oh, is you, my light skin friend, living. <laughs> Live in a dark skin world, but I don't, I don't know if that's offensive to anybody or not. But Big Dom is here. Oh my goodness. Ladies, they call him Big Dom. I, I don't know why they call him that, but that's what they call him in the streets. AKA the governor. <laughs> AKA the governor. <laughs> What's your Instagram? It's, oh, oh, let me not put your Instagram out there. Well, at the end, we're going to definitely put okay. your socials out there. Because okay. I got this to this. Hey. Just make sure I'm invited to the wedding. Oh, uh, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to touch on that later. I'll tell you pictures for you, But we have Dom here with us, um, also one of my very good friends. Um, and I love Dom because he's light-skinned, but he don't he don't get light-skinned, y'all, and I appreciate that about him. It's my favorite quality, because when you get mad, you, you real. I just love it. You real Snickers. You real dark chocolate. Tootsie Roll. I love everything about it. Sexual chocolate. Yes, yeah, sexual gentlemen. chocolate. So you're not going to get this. <laughs> we're not going to get this. So, oh um, JJ, I took your advice, and I'm I'm calling this episode the Big and Tall episode. Let's uh-huh. go. Let's go. I like the, that. I the like big, that. Big and Tall Six episode. Six Tool Up Club. Let's go. Uh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> um, because, you know, I've been talking about relationships. It's been kind of a thing. I don't want it to be a thing, but here we are. And I don't have, um, I've never had a male perspective. So we're going to talk about relationships from y'all point of view because we need help. The ladies need help mm. because we don't understand y'all. That's interesting. What's interesting? That coming from a woman's perspective that y'all need our help. Because we don't understand y'all. Okay. So first question off the top is what what do y'all want? Because it seems like every time we give y'all something... <laughs> It's the, why you bring your phone out? Wait, till we... I put the timer on. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, we can break it up in two parts if we go over. Don't worry about it. If I'd have known we was getting this deep this soon, I'd have brought uh, a little something stronger than this bottle of water. I, and I, I do. I do have alcohol. I can send my uh, my assistant out to get it if you want. It's a real live show. So yeah, like what? Because it seems like so me. I can only talk about me. It seems like. Whenever I give someone what they want, it's it's not it, or it's never enough, or it's not the right thing. You really got a timer on. Oh, okay. You got somewhere to be? No, we quality control on this side. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, what, what do men want? Well, uh, I'll go first. Um, I think that a lot of times we don't require a lot. We're very simple creatures, right? Like... A lot of times on social media and even in like some songs, you hear a guy just saying, I want the woman to be my peace. I want her to bring me peace. Because a lot of times from the time that we're growing up for, as kids until we're adults, like we're always dealing with different circumstances, different drama, different stressors that we have. Anything from just school 
to sports to just life in general. Like there are some guys out there that have been, you know, the breadwinner of their family since they were old enough to work. Some of them even before that, you know. So I think a lot of times, at least for me, like, that's all I want in life. Like, I just want a woman that's going to provide me some peace. I can provide everything else for myself. I don't need, I can cook, I can clean, I can, I'm very self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. I might just want a little peace, you know, a little emotional support here and there. Somebody I can hold on to, hug me, tell me, you know, I'm doing good. You know, little stuff like that. But outside of that, that's all I want. So is that the same with every female? Yes. So you so in your years of dating you have you have not found the one woman that provides you peace? Yes, that is absolutely really? correct. That is Who are you dating, friend? That's exactly why I'm still single. <laughs> 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 like, it's just I'm very I'm very some women say that I'm set in my ways, but I'm very particular. Like it's like if we're on a path and on this path, I see that you are no longer, you know, providing that sense of stability in terms of peace. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go. Like, I just can't deal with it. What does peace look like for you? That's a good question. Um, I can be comfortable around you and I can be calm. Like, I don't want my... I don't want my body language to feel as, and that's the wrong word. I shouldn't say body language, but I want my temperament to stay the same when I'm around you. Like, I don't want to, like, if I'm going out on a date with you and it's not the first time, I shouldn't be getting first time jitters. I shouldn't be nervous. Like, I should just be able to enter the room or go on an outing with you and just be chill and calm, have a nice sense of serenity. Mm. Jay, what does peace look like for you? So, I'm going to use work as an example, right? Okay. So, I know we work in like kind of in a chaotic environment at times. Probably most days. is organized chaos, I would call it. So, when I come home from that organized chaos, I need to feel the complete opposite. I need, when I first walk in the door, door uh, I need a silent hello. I don't need a loud mm-hmm. hello. Because our days are so loud. Mm-hmm. So, when I get that that soft intro to a new part of my day that begins to open up and unlock all of the other things, the elements that, that Don was just talking about, like the peace, the calm, the a whole new rhythm to what my opposite to what my day started out as. So I don't feel like I'm, you know, in this bipolar sense. Yeah. It's, it's really in a singular frame of, you know what, okay, I get a chance to change gears without even having to revisit all of the crazy that we dealt with trying to save the world in the earlier part of the day. What would both of y'all say to a woman who says, okay, look, I asked the man, you know, what his peace looked like. What does that look like for him? I've done all of that. And he still kind of seems distant. What advice would you give that woman? Leave him, like old people say in the country, leave him be. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, most likely, like in those moments, he's probably still trying to figure out the kind of pinky in the brain sense, like what's the master plan for getting back to the place of peace, not only for him, but creating that for the things and the people that he's responsible for. Um, because it's not always, again, in a singular fashion, it may be in a, you know, a multifaceted way that this guy or this, you know, is responsible for things way beyond the framework of what his lady can see or what his wife can see or his girlfriend, whoever, whatever her title is for him. Um, and not that she, you know, she doesn't care, but because of our role and responsibility and the weight that goes on our shoulders, we're wired differently than women. Mm-hmm. And we don't always want to talk about that weight. Like, for instance, we went to the screening of the mayor's documentary last night. Mm-hmm. And there were some moments in, those, in that film, because it was my first time seeing it, I forgot how traumatic it was to go through those instances until I had to watch it as a viewer versus someone in it, you know, like part of being part of the solution to those problems. And I was like, man, I even like teared up a couple times because as the photographer, my job was always taking that information in and showing the rest of the world the humane part of what we were dealing with. But not realizing like the mayor, Dom, you, other people were responsible for fixing those issues. 
And I didn't realize how much I had kind of pushed off to the side or, or put a wall up to the emotional element of those things. So a lot of times men are trying to find the peace in between the chaos and the emotional elements. So, you know, oftentimes when, when that woman comes around, we just need her to be calm in the midst of the storm all the time. We don't need you to create more storms because we got plenty of those, especially as black men. No, I agree. So would you say if a man is, if he's telling a woman what she wants and then a woman gives it and then the man still kind of gives mixed signals, is it safe to say essentially that man doesn't know what he wants? No, I wouldn't say that. I okay. think it's more of she's not the one for him. Mm. Because a lot of times, like, well, at least for me, right? Like, I live in a, in a world where I always think about if it's meant to be, it's going to be. Like, if it's, I say this all the time, if it's not in the cards right now, then so be it. Like, it's just not supposed to happen. So, if the man has said all of these things to the woman and she still feels like, you know, she's done all of that, but she doesn't feel like he wants her, then a conversation needs to be had and she can just go ahead and, you know, as Usher says, Usher and Summer Walker. <laughs> okay. Good, good. The great prophet. You know. The whole song, right. like yeah. that whole song is a, is a <laughs> preface for what I'm about to say. Like, y'all might be good for each other, but it might be the wrong time. But y'all should still accept the fact that y'all are good together, just not for each other. So why don't men just say that? We do. Y'all just don't hear it the way we say it. No, why don't men just say that? We there are some men that just don't say that. I think, but I think that's part of the issue, right? Like JJ just said we say it, y'all just don't understand how we say it. And that's one of the biggest problems is that men might say one plus one equals two, right? But then a woman might say four minus two equals two. Oh, you real deep today, friend. So is it safe to say, cause y'all about to tell all my business. Okay, so that was this guy, right? This is my own little therapy session since I got y'all here. Since I'm here, I got y'all. I'm also you, y'all. So there was this guy, Dom. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We're not gonna say no names. But there was this guy who we dated. Um, I very much tried to be the peace, the calm between the chaos, as mm -hmm. you say, JJ. And it just seemed like no matter how much I did, and not even doing too much, it just it wasn't clicking. Mm -hmm. And we we've, we've been around the block maybe once, maybe twice. And it seems like there was never a conversation where it was like, you aren't for me. So when I reach out, he, he responds, hey, do you, you know, it's like we, we plan dates and we keep coming back to each other, but it just doesn't click. Why not just say to me, you're a nice girl, we're cool, but I don't think you're it. Why not just say that as opposed to like when I say, oh, do you want to go out? Oh, do you want to do this? Oh, yeah, I'm available. Oh, and one time I even said to him. If you want to, because I'm an adult. If you don't want to, I can be doing other things with my time. Or I could put my attention someplace else. All right, so sometimes how questions are framed and how they're posed also warrant certain responses or or, or not response. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes because, and there's not anything wrong with it, we're just wired so much different emotionally. Most men, not all, but most. Because we've seen some men throw some tantrums. <laughs> <laughs> But most men, we're, we're teetering on the edge of how do I not set her off? Mm. And when, you tr when you're in that framework of how do I not set her off, you're also pushing and kicking the can down the road for the inevitable too. But you're also trying to like, okay, how do I, how do I be responsible? How do I, be, how do I remain sensitive to her feelings? But also at the same time, get... What I need, because I do have a need that I just yeah. haven't figured out how to articulate yet. So there's so many different variables. And by the time you get to the point of making a decision, everybody's frustrated. So are you saying that men don't say exactly what it is out of fear that the woman's going to lose her shit? Is at, that what you're saying? Yes, at times. Wow. It, that, is a, that is a thing at times. But why not if you're dealing with a, a woman? And you know, now if you know that's her tendency to be crazy, that's something else. But if you're dealing with a mature person, obviously there's something there if you're like, if you've been dealing with her. Let's say the mature man, the career man, the one that has stuff to lose, right? The family man, mm -hmm. whatever. Why not say, you know, I know her well enough to know that she's going to take this like a chance. But it takes experiences to get to that 
I know oh, her well okay. enough phase too. Okay. So you have to go through the highs and lows of, of what what are those triggers? What are those responses of like? What are the conversations about? Was your mother crazy? Was your father she crazy? Was your mother crazy? Yeah, because those are real factors. You right. know, like those are things that yeah. mold and shape how people respond to pressure, trauma, the highs and lows, the good times, because everybody doesn't even respond to positive things well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just you got to go through the experiences first before you can even answer those questions. So, so should a woman say, if she feels like that, she, should she say, okay, listen, I'm, I'm not going to go off, but I need you to tell me the truth. <laughs> like, like what, Because I feel like the longer we do this dance, the longer it's going to take me to get to who my person is supposed to be. Because if I'm hemmed up with you, I can't get to where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? If I'm entertaining you, but if you're not, if you don't want this and we're not going to click, I can go on to the next one. I think but, for 30 and over, yes. Well, we're definitely talking about 30 and over because 30 and under, I ain't got nothing for them. Well, 30 and over yeah. because you, the clock is ticking in a very different way, whether it's internally, whether it's externally, internally with career. Like there are more, again, like you said, more things to lose by the right. time you get to that point or you're beginning to acquire things to lose. Mm -hmm. Before then, you got a little bit of time to like, nah, I don't like that dude or I don't like that lady or I can tell her. But once you start getting past a certain age, you know, you get slim pickings because people begin to mm -hmm. start to die. <laughs> slim <laughs> you know? pickings. So yeah, think life starts to weed out people and things as you get older. So I think that there's a window for that. But my thing is, like, I was listening to what you were saying, Tasha, and in terms of you feel like... From what I heard, it sounds like like you don't necessarily want to, in a sense, have a roster. You want to like focus on one person at a time. Is that what you're saying? Yes, because I've had a roster. Okay. <laughs> More than once. Because I, I think like I okay. think that things will be a lot easier mm -hmm. if it was more. You know what? He doesn't. He might not be telling me what I want to hear, but I like being around him and he likes being around me. So if that's the case, y'all should continue doing what y'all do. But at the same time, you shouldn't feel like you got to miss out. You should be like, oh, all right, well, he's number one. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go out here and throw the fishing line out and see what I can catch. Now, you might catch something, two other things that are, you know, some of what you want, but y'all don't vibe the same way as you and him. As long as he's around, y'all got each other to fall back on. But I just feel like as people who are getting older and as both of y'all said, like, you know, the well, JJ said, the, the clock is ticking. Like, you should experience everything. Like, yeah. life is all about experiences and why not just hold it to one person when you can at least try to experience it with three people. And I'm not saying it has to be you out here living young, wild, and free. It could just be... You can say what you want to say. Because I felt like my spirit was saying you want to say something else, friend. You could say what you... I mean, my mama listened to this, but it's fine. I'll tell her, but I'll tell her, don't listen to this episode if we get crazy. It's fine. I understand what you're saying. you saying... you saying that, but you can say it if you want to. I could put the explicit content label up if you want to say it. I mean, if you want to say it, you could say it. But I get what you're saying, though. <laughs> All I'm saying is live your life. <laughs> live your life. Live Amen. your life. Amen. That's what we'll And <laughs> if that is if that is living your life PG thirteen mm -hmm. or living your life rated R. Mm -hmm. Either way, live your life and don't don't have any regrets. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're waiting on that one guy, you might miss out on Mr. Right. He might be Mr. Right now, or Mr. Right might be Six months from now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I do. I do agree. I, I, I have, I have had rosters, but now I'm at a place where I'm not gonna like listen, listen. I'm out here. Um, uh, my joke is, uh, my recruitment is crazy. The retention is my problem. Mm. I can get them on board. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep people on the team. You feel me? But it's like I'm at a point now where it's like I don't have time to waste. Like, my time is valuable, my energy is valuable, my space is valuable. Mm -hmm. So, I don't care if I have five dudes on the roster. As long as I'm good with all five, mm -hmm. I'm okay. I don't have five. But, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm not going to waste time with anybody. 
And I feel like with one person in particular, I'm good with being his friend. But what I'm not good is this push and pull that I feel like happens. So that there'll be days when I won't reach out, he won't reach out, and then I'll get a, a hey text. And then I'm sucked right back in because he's kind of like, um, he's been on the roster before, and then he got benched and he came back on the team. You know, he's a good guy. But it's just like, I don't feel like there is a, honestly, a spark. And I, and I think that's because, like, he's very guarded for whatever reason. I mean, not for whatever reason. You know, he's guarded. And I just feel like we haven't had the time for us to really make that connection. I'm amazing. He just doesn't know it yet. But also, I'm not into the business of selling myself. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't see it, then I'm not about to sell it to you. Because if I have to sell it to you, then I don't want you to have it, if that makes sense. So, all right. So, you know, obviously, I'm an alpha. Dom's a cat. Okay. So, yes, we throw that out there. Yeah, I know that. I know that. We, I think we, we fit the mold of what, in the sense of upwardly mobile men who have a lot to offer the world, I think we fit that mold, mm-hmm. or at least the requirements or the things that women are looking for, or people are looking for. At least I thought so with my wife anyway. Um, but... When you talk about the brutal honesty of it all, like you talk about, and I, the reason why I brought up Cap because I'm Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. He said a lot of things that when you talk about being super super direct, brutally honest, in ways where I probably wouldn't deliver it the same way, but where I was probably thinking the same words uh, yeah. or the exact same direct thoughts about why, if you don't see the value in this dude, why you keep going back to him? Mm-hmm. Or things of that nature. Um, and I think when you talk about being honest and hearing honesty, people hear honesty different ways. Mm-hmm. They digest it in different ways. Women hear it a little more emotionally than we do. Um, we tend to put up the walls that you were talking about. But everybody, they know what it means, they know what it is, but everybody makes different choices when they hear it. So, like you talk about the push and pull, why push and pull? Or you might enjoy it. You know, you don't know. Like, I don't. But there's something about it like that still attracts you to the push and pull because you know, all right, he, he ain't here today, but tomorrow he's going to hit me up. We're going to go have a good time. We're going to eat a good dinner. Like, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some laughs. I might not hear from this cat for five days. Well, what were you doing for five days? So the inquisitive question marks come in and play. Yeah. And then that sparks up a whole new conversation. Well, I was working on, on this for five days, and it might be something at this point might be intriguing to you. So it, it buys you more time. So that those lows in between may not always be a bad thing. It might be the thing that actually brings you back. Mm. But not every woman wants to hear that. No, I want all his time. I want all his attention. He may be working on a master plan, like I was saying earlier, yeah. that everybody doesn't understand. And he may not know how to articulate it until it all hits the fan. And then it's too much. And then you're overwhelmed and intrigued at the same time and Ooh. can't let go. Overwhelmed and intrigued. Put that on the t-shirt. That's a good spot. That's actually a good one. Put the front end down on nowhere. I like that. We're going to have to split that one because I, you know, you said it, but I caught it. Mm-hmm. You, you, you trademarked it. <laughs> That's you So let's talk about this notion where, to your point, I'm the type where I don't need to hear from you all day every day because I'm busy. As we all are here, right? All you, super busy. You got a different busy than we got. Super busy. I don't like when it's a waiting for me to call you or waiting for me to get off. Like, what are you doing while you waiting for me? Like, I don't, that turns me off. Like, I don't like that. I also don't want you so busy. Hear me out. Hear me out. Like, the guys that just, you work your 9 to 5 and then you home by 5.15 and then you got to add it to you because I'm still at work at 7.30. You know what I mean? Like, you blowing me up. Like, what? Find something to do. Hear me out. But also, I don't want you so busy when you make no time for me. I feel like people make time for what they want. You know what I mean? Like, and that's one of my my struggles because I have both polar opposites. I have the guys that don't like the fact that I'm so busy, but then I have the guys that are also so busy where we don't have any time together because literally we're going through our calendars. Oh, Monday you have this. Monday I have that event. You know what I mean? Like, and then some weeks we don't see each other because we don't have time. I think you got to pick your poison. Which one you want? Because you just First technically all, you technically I'm coming on my show putting me together, sir. I didn't ask for this. Go ahead, finish your little poison. <laughs> <laughs> but 
like technically you just threw shade at both parties, right? Like you felt a certain type of way because the one man, the one group, they work at five o'clock and they off at five fifteen. But you want them to find something to do. The right, because I'm still busy. I'm still at work. But the people who are just as busy as you, you mm-hmm. mad because they're not making time for you. What's your point, friend? <laughs> you gotta pick your poison. Which one you want? I want Be- someone that wants to pay me attention. But that's the that's that's part of the problem, right? So it's like you want somebody to pay pay you pay attention to you, right? Mm-hmm. But you're upset with both of them because they got one doesn't have enough going on, the other one has too much going on. It's so because people make time for what they want. As busy as I am, uh-huh. if I want to see you, I'm gonna move things around to see you. So you just need him to get some comp time to go take you to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I want the same. I want the same energy from a person. You know what I mean? It's never gonna happen though, because two people see life totally different. I mean, the, that's true. The, the most important thing is: does he does he believe that you're important to him? Mm-hmm. Important enough to put you as the in the number one spot on that roster. Right. Like, have, have you earned your place on that roster? Because it ain't just something somebody gonna give you too when you're making a sports analysis. Now let's now let's talk about that because I have heard what make what is it about you that makes me want to like give my time to you? And I was a little offended because I'm like I'm amazing. Like, what do you mean? Everybody loves me, but also it made me think because it's like, but he doesn't know you. Right. And I'm still a little offended when I think about it because it's like I'm awesome. I'm amazing, but it's like, how do I portray that? And then that teeters onto the me selling myself. We all do that. Every day is an interview. I, I know, but it's so it's so draining. It's just so exhausting. But you can't have the prize without putting in the work. I did not invite y'all over here for both of y'all to get me together. First of all, rude, rude. And so I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just I commend the guy for communicating. Right, mm-hmm. like he was like, look. Like, and I think that's a valid question. Like, it's not cocky. It's not arrogant. It's like, yo, like, if we are both making an investment, like, what is my return? Mm-hmm. So, you might have got offended, but I think that was a val a valiant effort at attempting to communicate. I mean, we had we had the conversation. Mm-hmm. This was a while ago, so I don't remember. We're still friends, mm-hmm. and we're not dating not because he didn't think. It just again. It seems like I, I meet guys, again, I can recruit them, I don't keep them, where it just doesn't just doesn't click. It's just got to be something. So I always say, um, I'm looking for a soft space and, nope, a safe space and a soft landing. Yeah, like, I feel like everything else will fall into place as long as I feel safe with that person because my, my job is, uh, requires a lot of discretion, a lot of confidentiality. Like sometimes I need to admit and know that that information won't get out. Won't get out you know what I mean? Um, and then also because I don't consider myself aggressive. Now I have a friend who, a female friend who says I'm aggressive. And I feel like I'm the least aggressive person. I'm assertive. And I can be bossy because that's my job description. But at the end of the day, like I don't, I won't be hard. You know what I mean? Like I'm naturally a soft person. But for work and for life, I got to, you know, sometimes I have to be my own bodyguard. I don't want to have to do that when I come home or when I'm with the person that I'm dating. I think some of that's, that's geography, too. Yeah. Because I haven't lived in a number of states mm-hmm. and being raised in the South, but also split a lot of time here in Baltimore. I see a complete difference of how women express themselves here and there. Like, yeah. I grew up with the Southern Southern Belle who knows how to be nice, nasty. Mm-hmm. And then I know how the sister here who will, won't take anything, like look at you like, I'm going to cut your throat. Like, But you understand both. Mm-hmm. But it comes, I think some of it just depends on geography. Like where were you raised? Who were you raised by? And why, based on those environments, do you typically respond to certain things a certain way? So are you telling the guys that are listening to give us city girls just a break? No, I think I think it should be balanced. The guys should think also in the same way. Because again, you talk about the pace of, you know, young people being raised here versus kids in the South. Mm-hmm. They're just as smart, but the tempo is different. Mm-hmm. The pace is faster. Yeah. But they learn the same lessons, but they just learn them at different time periods, maybe a month or two ahead of the other person. So So 
I'm going to switch up and ask a different question. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's a fine question. <laughs> what are some non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Because I'll start. We'll do Ron Robin. We're just kind of... Okay. So I'll start while y'all think about it. Um, this is going to sound real shady, but if you are not at least 5'7", like, I'll do short. But, if, like, I'm at, a, at, a, at a tall 5'9", I stand. I'll give you 5'7". I'll give you 5'8". But 5'6 and under, oof. The Lord is going to have to tap me on the shoulder and be like, Tasha, he, this is it. This is the one. <laughs> And I'm going to have to look down at you and be like, well, the Lord said you this. So here, come on. Give him a phone book. This <laughs> come on, get my purse. <laughs> Let's go. Let's ride out. <laughs> That's a widow, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think for me, you can't cuss me out. Like, yeah. It's, it's how you talk to me. Mm. And even while, you know, me and my wife, we talked about this before. Like, like, you can't talk to me any kind of way. Mm-hmm. That go that kind of goes yeah. for anybody. Like you just, yeah. I'd rather for you to try to fight me than to say <laughs> than to talk to me a certain kind of way. Yeah. All right, take a punch. I can give a punch. But when you start saying stuff to me and I can't hit you, I gotta yeah. walk away. That's probably the hardest thing ever. Like, not that I wouldn't do it, but not that I would hit somebody right. for that reason. But it just when I get those tongue lashes, I'm like, ooh, I just gotta walk out of the room. Like I'm gonna have to tap out of this conversation because yeah. you're taking me somewhere where I can't even defend myself right now. So, I, you know, that's probably the hardest thing for me. Yeah, my mom always says, always, well, she says, always make a man feel like a man. She's like, because if you take that away from him, mm-hmm. he has nothing left. Mm-hmm. So, agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. So, so, I think for me, like, it's like classy versus trashy, right? Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing is, I always want to be able to take you into any environment that I go into, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to take you somewhere and you're too stuck up in that environment. And I don't want to take you somewhere where you're too not polished in that ratchet. environment, right? Yes, you're too ratchet <laughs> in that environment, right? Like, I like being able to have a you know, a, a, a myriad, a myriad of options that I can go, that I can go to and do. But if you cannot, if I can't take you, I don't know, if I can't take you to like a gala and then, you know, the Lexington market, right. The gala, <laughs> or, or then we can go right up in Lexington market and get, you know, a chicken box or I don't know, people eat. You can take your em- ladies em- down em- the em- park. Right? Yeah. Something like it, it's just like, I want versatility. Like, mm-hmm. so that's definitely a, a, um, a non-negotiable. Like, if, if I can't do that, then we got to go ahead and go our separate ways. So That's something I learned with age. I didn't, I wasn't always like that. Really? Yeah. Because I didn't know, I didn't know anybody. I hadn't mm-hmm. been exposed to it. Hmm. So it was like, okay, yeah, we can go to a gala. Or, like Tosh can tell you, like, my wife can sit in the stands and watch CIAA basketball game while I'm on the floor working with them. Yeah. And it won't even move, you know, she's like, oh, I see you when you get home. Talk yeah. to you later. Because she played college basketball, so that's yeah. that's her thing. Mm-hmm. Well, she can go to a concert without me, mm-hmm. because she know I done had enough of people. By the time I get home, mm-hmm. yeah, she go with her girls, and I'm like, I'm sleeping. She go home like, yeah. as long as the phone don't ring, it's an emergency. I'm knocked out because mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the what's going on at that point. Cause just do what you do, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I I know this one will probably get me in some trouble, but oh god. Like, the older I get, the more age becomes, like, a prominent thing where it's, like, you might be a incredible woman, right? But my experiences have shown that, like, the women that are around my age are in, like, a rush to either, A, get married, or B, have kids, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the clock ticking. Mm-hmm. So, like, just like different experiences that I've had, it's like the age thing is starting to become a non-negotiable. Like, if I meet somebody and we hit it off and we vibing <laughs> and all of that, but she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm 34, I'm 35," it's like, "Ooh, like, eh, like, I got a strong like, I need to experience you through all four seasons before I even figure out what in the world we doing." Mm-hmm. Because I'm sorry, like. 
if I just jump into something, I might get stuck with you 18 years. It might be the most miserable 18 years of my life. We might have created something good, but it's like, what do I do? Yeah. So. So what is your age um, bracket? What's the youngest, what's the oldest? So... My age bracket, I would say, yeah, that was. I, I started talking, and I was, was like, "Oh, be, I, that was gonna be my next question." I was actually. like, "Oh, I, I think I'll open up a door. I ain't gonna go there, but you know." Here we are. Here we um, are. so so, it's about on the low end, twenty seven, on the high end, thirty four, and that thirty four is pushing it. Um, yeah. Now, I will say. Um, I've always enjoyed having older women that are my friends. Like, we always hit it off and all of that. Um, but I don't know if I if I were to find an older woman, would I want to, like, be in a permanent relationship with them? I don't know. But you would have a fling with one is what you're saying. I just want clarity for the people that's I mean, we can call it spade to spade. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, listen. If we're taking it there, yes. Like, by all means, yes. Like, hey, if 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 mama right before sugar, this mama, not right you know, sugar. If she ain't a sugar mama yet or a cougar, you know, hey, by all means, but what? you know, <laughs> okay, great, great, great. Next question. Come on down. Audience, oh, yes, forgive Which... me. I'm trying to get myself together. <laughs> okay, which leads me to my next set of questions. How do y'all feel about women shooting their shot? Because it's, it's, it's a gray area. It's I'm, I'm on the fence with it. Because sometimes it works out, sometimes it don't. All right, so I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to give Don time to think <laughs> Give him a minute. Give him a minute. <laughs> Since I am married, it doesn't cha- It doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Married or single. T- <laughs> <laughs> it still happens. Um can we open a window for you? Okay. <laughs> Ladies, you come out of the school. Any one of those fans. <laughs> I know, right? A little baby fans. <laughs> um, I, I lost my whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You said you're married. It, does, it doesn't stop. Shooting shots. Shooting shots. It, it, it doesn't stop. Like, the old heads, <laughs> the young ones, it, it don't stop. I, I think because of all of the elements that we've been talking about the entire segment, you become more attractive because you have more to offer. Yep. And that offer doesn't always mean the fiscal side of things. It's literally you become somebody else's peace as well because we're looking for peace. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes we're also projecting peace too. Mm-hmm. So women and men, I'm not just going to say it's for women, but I mean because it was a woman, a woman question. Yeah. But I think women do recognize when this brother, white or black or whatever uh, nationality he may be, they recognize that, oh, yeah, this dude really is rock solid in a lot of ways that I'm attracted to. And now, until they know you're either married, single, engaged, whatever, they're going to shoot their shot. Mm-hmm. Simply because depending on what window, again, they're in age and life or experiences, they like, I don't have anything to lose. And then the, resp- the proper response from the dude who's taking is like, thanks, you know, I appreciate, you know, I'm flattered, but this is my scenario. Oof. Yeah. So I stopped shooting shots blindly because because of that. Like it's an ego killer to be like, oh, I appreciate you, but I'm married or I'm this or I'm that. And also, if you're married, men just wear your fing- wear your rings all the time. It's worse. I'm not shooting Don, my Don, shot. Don can't speak for this, but it is worse. I'm not shooting my shot if I see a wedding ring on your man. Now, that, if y'all, if the women do it, that's fine. I'm not going to do that. That I will totally disagree with because I have married friends and they wear their rings. They're very faithful people. But when we are out, that is like the bat signal to women. They like, oh, that's a good dude. Let me see what I can get away with. No, I'm saying I'm not going to do it. No, no. Yeah, I mean, if that's what y'all into, that's what y'all No, we appreciate you holding up the moral standard. But a lot of times it ain't none out. It's none out. Yeah. Some of them they just like yo, I'm I'm going at him anyway because I don't have to. I can get what I want. He can go back home. I can do my thing, and we just keep it moving. Like that is the mindset of a lot of women. No, I ain't gonna tell you I I never. I'm saying I don't. You don't do it knowingly. 
I don't, hold on, I don't want to lie. Do I not, do I not? So there have been, I'm, I'm not trying to incriminate myself. Um, so there have been situations where I have, I was friends. <laughs> I was friends with men that had wives. We were friends. And then they came at me. And I was just like, uh, you know, like when someone's flirting, but you don't know they're flirting. And I'm like, what's happening? It was. It was. It was like that. You don't that. know, or you're processing the fact that they are. It, I both. Sometimes, because this might have happened more than once. Sometimes it is me processing it, and sometimes I really don't know. And like one time, he like had to spell it out for me. Okay, that's fair. That was actually the first time because okay. I was very new and green when I was newly single. Um, and then we, you know, nobody's business what happened, but it just it, it just happened. So, I, but I'm saying is what I'm saying. Everybody is that I won't knowingly shoot my shot at a man that has a wedding ring on. Because at this part of my life, that's not what I want anymore. Like, I don't want to be with the guy and then he goes back to his wife. I don't want to be the side chick. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what I want. Because I require all the well, you understand your value. That, well, now I do. Back then, I was a different person, processing, still processing my divorce. And my mindset was, nobody thought about me when I was the wife. It's a messed up concept, mm-hmm. but that's where I was. Mm-hmm. Because my, my ex-husband had a whole girlfriend. Not one, but he had two. Two different times. And I was like, what well, do I think about me when I was the wife at home, you know, wondering where my husband was? So, mm. But I was also off the hook when I first got divorced. But I'm settled now. Know who I am. Know my value. Um, and I've had guys say to me, you know, I'm in a situation. But when you get out of your situation, my number does not change. I've had the same number for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Pick me up. I just had to do that recently. Like, this is where I am. I like you, but this is this is what I'm dealing with. And my response is, I want you to be okay, whatever that looks like. And it might not be me in that equation. Mm-hmm. So figure out what makes you well and be well. And that's that's my thing for everybody. Just be well. Well, that's being an adult. Just being yeah. honest yeah. and upfront. That yeah. way people have a two-way street. They know exactly what they're dealing with and they can make real choices. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you take people's choices away because you haven't been honest with that- them. Say that again. Yeah. You you can't take people's choices. Yeah. Away. When you take that's when you begin to that's run right. into hostile mo- hostile moments where because that person thought you were going in one direction. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you run into this dead end. It's like oh snap! I put all this time into building this house that wasn't even real. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's it's just fair to just tell people the truth on the front end. So so I I think in terms of shooting your shot as a woman i think i i'm a strong advocate that y'all should and you know if okay I, I, that's just what i think like I, as he sits back i, I do like <laughs> i i really think that like because like we're not going to get anywhere right because mm-hmm. as men a lot of times we see women and we may shoot our shot but then there there could be a totally different subset of women that we haven't even paid attention to, but they paying attention to us. They might be the best thing on the planet. And just because I might not see them or they may be a friend of a friend that I've never hung out with, shoot your shot. What's the problem? Just like Aaliyah said, Aaliyah said, first you don't succeed. Okay. Dust okay, yourself off and try again. Try like, again. come on. Here you the word of Aaliyah. Like, like, I'm sure I got a couple more quotes to me. But this is <laughs> okay, like, you flowing, Frank. You flowing. It's just like, please, by all means, because... That is literally the problem in today's society. As men, we are stubborn. The women mm. are stubborn. Everybody wants the same thing, but nobody is strong enough to come out and say what they want. That's 90% of the problem. We could be standing next to the person that we want to talk to, but won't say anything to them because our pride and our ego gets in the way. That's very true. Let it all go. Throw it out the window. Preaching. He found his preaching voice. You hear him get a little loud. <laughs> preaching voice. Because he knows me like right here. Right. He doesn't right. raise his voice too much. Got real bad. That's right. Quick. Like, oh. <laughs> but, no. <laughs> but, but no, I agree. I was, I was dealing with uh, somebody and I was talking to my girlfriend and I wanted to see him. And she was like, just tell him. And she right. said the same thing, like pride and ego. And I texted him. And then I saw him. But also it's like, I'm not going to keep shooting the shot. Like, I'm okay with shooting the shot, right? But I'm not going to keep coming back. Because as a woman, I want to feel wanted. Don't keep doing it because yeah. it's going to yeah. get on a man's nerves. Yeah. 
Listen, I won't. No, I'm just saying, like, most, most women will be like, well, I want to see you, I want to see you. And after a while, I was like, oh, God, shut up. I heard you the first time. Like, <laughs> like give me a minute. I'm trying to put my plan together. Like, give me a minute to, to figure out where I'm going to yeah. take you to eat. Because you got all these crazy women who won't even go to regular places to eat now. Oh, no. listen. I wasn't, I wasn't going to talk about it. Uh, we can if y'all want to. I wasn't going to talk about it because I'm not going to pull the list up. Listen, I, I, my thing is you got to have some versatility. Yes. Because I may be in a position in life where... I may have lock bar taste mm-hmm. or upper echelon food restaurant taste, right. but a red lock is maybe saying Waffle House that oh, day. Listen, I enjoy Waffle House. <laughs> you know, real good. But it, but you gotta sometimes you gotta give me time to grow into that place, mm-hmm. and I may not be for you in whatever thirsty season you might be in. Mm-hmm. And so until I get to be the polished dude you want me to be, you gotta wait. Or go get somebody else who's willing to pay that price who you may not get to keep in the first place because you shallow from the beginning. That part. So, you know. That part. Don't get me started on that part. Listen, I, I feel like if I like you, I'll go to McDonald's with you. Right. That's just me. Like, if I'm into you, we can go to McDonald's. We can go to Burger King. Well, maybe not Burger King. But we can go wherever. Right. <laughs> and walk a with you. I don't, I don't really care about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we can go... Anywhere. I, I had a guy take me on a date to a Waffle House. And I won't date him again, not because of Waffle House. It's because he was on my non-negotiable list. But, he was, you know. I think the problem with that list is is uh, that, you know, a lot of times we are dating. If you're going on a date, you're, going, you're looking at the aesthetics. You're looking at the environment. Stop looking at all that and look at the person's character. Mm-hmm. Like, once you do that... Like you said, you can be sitting in the car for two hours and y'all both got a bag of chips and, you know, some candy and talking. Or y'all on a hike or it's so much stuff that you can do. Like that list, all of them restaurants are fine. Like, all right, you might not eat a cheesecake, but you'll find something there right. to do. Like, I just, that whole, I, I ain't going to open up Pandora's box about that, but that list was dumb. I'm going to tell you what I did in college. I cooked for my dates. Okay, player. Because you want them at your place? That too. Okay. (laughs) But more so because it was alone time. It was isolated time to where I could pour into that person, that person could pour into me because of the peace part we were talking about. Mm -hmm. I was an athlete. My days were loud. Like, we played, you know, in front of 100,000 people. Last thing I want to do is go sit in a full restaurant for somebody to hear more noise. Right. I want to find out who this person is. Like, you know, what, what space do we thrive in together? Or like Don was talking about earlier, can we just eliminate the fact that we may not even be cool together? Mm-hmm. Like, this may not be our thing. Right. But we can do that after I done cooked you a dope meal. At the very least, you're going to say, yo, this can't hustle material. <laughs> <You're> good. <laughs> He's a good dude. Like, <laughs> if anything, my reputation is intact. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that all is, is important, too. But, yeah, I, you know, I, I'd rather go burn in my own kitchen than go splurge on you and you not appreciate it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. Like, I don't, I don't uh, subscribe to those expensive first dates. Um, I mean, eventually, later, later on. Yeah, but not, not in the beginning. Okay, so a little bit of a hot seat question. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm scared. Let me put my sweatshirt back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep it off. <laughs> Keep it off. So, infidelity. Mm. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> just, I Did we just have a guest the <laughs> I heard the door. Did, did, you did hear the door open. You did. Um, and she might pop in later on. We don't, you know, we don't know over here. So, yeah, let's, let's talk about cheating. Should, should a woman expect her man to cheat? No. Not expect, no. But what? There's no but. Oh, okay. You shouldn't expect it. I mean, I, I really believe if you if you continue to work hard, like, for instance, I got married super early, right? Mm-hmm. I had so much room to grow. Good, bad, ups, downs, lefts, rights. We both did. And I think if you're just kind of talking through those highs and lows through the years, you'll figure it out. Like, the highs and lows will teach you <laughs> what those windows look like because if, if you really talk if you're really being honest with yourself when you look in the mirror you know there's more than one person in this world that you're compatible with mm-hmm. you'd be a fool to walk out the front door every day and sit here and say oh she's gonna be the love of your life yes 
But that don't mean that chick walking down the street with them hips and thighs that Jill Scott described in her songs ain't rocking you left or right too. Like, you better be honest <laughs> about how you pay attention to your strengths and weaknesses. And I think most of it, again, goes back to you got to learn how to trust yourself. Yeah. You got to learn how to trust what you see. You got to learn how to trust what seasons you're in or not in. Because you may be in one of the weakest seasons in your life because home is breaking down. Mm. You got to figure out what kind of friends you got around you before you fall. Mm. Like, oh, bro, I need I need some help today. I'm struggling. Like, I'm not in a good place. And this sister over here is working me. And I'm about to go give it to her. So somebody need to come pull me out of this dark place. So I think there's a lot of factors that help with curving the ideas of the infidelity side of it. In the days when you just like, yo, I'm with the wrong person. And those yeah. are days you gotta be honest with those people so you can, what's the, um, like preachers say, so you can release them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you can let them go so they can go be great and not hinder their progress or who they can, they can become simply because you don't have yourself together. So I think a lot of it boils down to just being honest with what you see when you look in the mirror, too. So I think that I, that's the biggest thing that helps curb those things. But you just you got to tell yourself the truth in the mornings when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Be truthful with yourself and then the person you're in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> it's the build-up for me. I... Everything JJ said I think he and I have similar mindsets, but we also have different mindsets, right? Because in a sense, I agree with everything he said, but I also think that that's because we probably hang out or we probably, I guess, circumnavigate two different, I guess, worlds in a sense. The world that I'm in right now and on this November 5th of 2023. The year of our Lord, friend. <laughs> yes. Like, I wholeheartedly think that the, that both parties should expect that the other one is going to cheat on them at some point. Mm -hmm. They may not know, but it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and it's along the lines of because a lot of times the parties involved don't think how JJ thinks in terms of, oh, this woman is, is throwing it at me. Or, oh, this man is throwing it at me. Let me think about my wife. Let me think about my husband. No, it's, oh, this is going to happen. Husband or wife isn't around. Or, oh, we're on a guy's trip. We're on a girl's trip. What that what the other person doesn't know won't hurt them. Because a lot of times, that's the environment that we, that, that we are in now. At least in terms of the what I see on social media and, you know, different, I guess rooms that I've been in not saying that these are like people that are my friends or people that I trust or anything like that but I've openly seen people that are married walk out of a room or walk out of a, a venue or something like that with somebody who isn't their significant other mm -hmm. so I, I, that's what I think like I just think that you know as people grow and as people get older and in this generation, like they should expect that. And I think, you know, once people expect it, like their relationship might grow stronger. Let me be clear too. I have had to take myself out of those rooms before too, Dom. Mm -hmm. Like, because in my mind, like I'm about to become everything negative that's in my DNA right now. Right. But at the same time, your mindset is totally different. No, it's not. Because I'm still thinking I want to do it. Like, <laughs> that's what I said. But you're removing yourself, though. It, but that don't mean I ain't sitting there like, God, I'm fighting it. Like, it's it's a, it's a one of those things where you sit there and you've already done it. I've already done it in my head. Like, I've already smashed Thea nine times in my not head. Thea. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know nobody named Thea. <laughs> okay. So that's different to make up a name. <laughs> <laughs> but in my head, I've already been to that place. Mm. And so I'm, I'm fighting it on the mm. inside. But most people won't tell you that they, they're in that dogfight. Mm. You know, because, mm -hmm. like, I think somewhere, y'all get me straight on this, Natasha, but somewhere biblically, like, if you thought about it, you already did it. Mm. 
something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have the, I don't know the Bible the verse. I mean, the quote, the verse, and the, and the um, scripture. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like it's there. So you are you thought about it, you probably already saying anyway. Like you know, so some people are like all right, I thought about it. I'm just go ahead and finish it up and go ahead and do it. But it, it's no cake walk. And I, if you saying if most if any person is ever telling you it's easy, it ain't that easy. I love God, but I ain't love him enough not to be tempted. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you that much. Because that's a constant battle, you know, so. And, and yes, there is a scripture that says something. You found, you found no, 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 I, I did not. I didn't have a uh, chance to. I thought, I thought Tasha looked it up, y'all, so I did. No, 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 I, I can look it up, but you had stopped talking um, trying too, to some time. too quick. I was actually looking up something else. Um, but on the same point, just because you think it doesn't mean you have to. Because if you're my man, if you think it, that's one thing. But to actually do it is something else. Because doing it means that you lack the discipline in some in some area. Or the lack of discipline or the lack of your respect for me. And vice versa, because women change too. Yes, they do. Facts. Oh, oh wow. Facts. You, said, you okay, friend? Oh, I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> it did sound a little personal. <laughs> right, I'm like, yeah, she did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so crushes. We were, ta- were we talking about crushes the other day? Were we, we talking about crushes? Like, yeah. Who was talking about? Was I was it you? listening. It was me and you. It was me and you, but I think I was there. Yeah, I was there. So I put it in my story last week. Oh yeah. About yeah, do y'all still have crushes? Because I got. We didn't answer. We saw the, the question. Right, we were talking, but when I tell you, with like my DMs were going crazy, not like on me, but people were hitting me up like, yes, absolutely. Just uh, like I never knew that adults still had crushes. Shoot like, y'all so, shot. Shoot just, y'all oh, shot. Oh, I don't what? know what the problem is. Oh, Shoot what? y'all shot. <laughs> She's single, yo. Go get it. Go get it. <laughs> but there are crushes for, for different reasons. Like, I think I was telling you, John, like, there's a person that I have a crush on. I don't I don't want to be in a relationship with him. I'm just interested to see, like, you know. What's the name? Hit me up. Let me know later. I'll, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Okay. But it's more just like, uh, I want to see what it do. You know what I mean? Is that true? Like, just kind of like. I also feel like as 40, my sex drive is a little, well, 42, my sex drive is a little, yeah, a little amped up. 40 plus, yeah. Woo! That's a different it's, it's a different, it's, a different I, I could climb trees out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is <not> bad. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is, it is, it is bad. Which makes it quickly. <laughs> well, but all, which also me, makes being single so hard, because I feel like I'm in my prime, and I have all this. And nothing to do with it. Just, I don't know how else to say it. But that goes back to my point earlier. Shoot your shot. You don't know what you could be missing out on if you don't shoot your shot. Ooh, for now, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I think we all got a crush, though. I mean... I'd be lying to say if I didn't. I mean, I know for a fact that... I have at least... If we just talk about Instagram, yes. I have probably, I'll say one for sure that I know I have a crush on. And may, maybe one in a possible, right? But this is somebody that's totally What in a possible, friend? How's the, what's the possible? Like a half a crush? Yeah, because I don't know if the other one, it's like, it's more like I'm intrigued by them. But the other one, I really got a crush on. But I'm not, I'm not saying nothing to her. This is more like a celebrity type crush. No, she's a she's a she's a, a tangible crush. Tangible, very very regular. She live in the city limits. No, in the state. Mm-mm. She don't live in the state. Uh, yeah, she do live. In, she uh-huh. do live in Maryland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not shooting my shot. No. Why not? You just talked about pride and ego and all that stuff, and now you're talking about some no, sir. Uh, you don't think it's worth the trouble? Yeah, I, 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 that's a good point. Um. JJ, I think it's more along the lines of it's not worth the trouble, but then also it's just like I don't know, like I, I don't I don't know if I want to. Cause it's like what if I do and then the whole idea of that person is the opposite of what I thought all this time. And I'm just like, eh. Like your favorite celebrity. Yeah, and it's just like it's like, oh, like all this time I thought you were cool and you ain't cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like that about some of the celebrities we meet. Yeah. People in general that we meet, like, if if the regular public saw some of these people that we interact with a lot, they'd be like, oh, these are some clowns. But, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> From the peanut gallery back there. So, so, right, so you have you have crushes, but you are not taking your own advice and you're not shooting shots. Got it. You have crushes, but you they just always gonna be a crush. Well yeah, they have to tell you I mean, yeah. if I was if I was single, yeah, but yeah, but they always well, be. I don't know. I, what I, you I, mean you don't know? No, I'm saying like Because <laughs> I know I know, all right, so I know my wife she got her like her, her celebrity crushes. That it, it is what it is. Like, you know, they was here before I got here. Probably from childhood. So um but again, like when you meet somebody and it's a real person, it's like, ugh, like I, I really didn't think they. I thought their character was better, or yeah, you know, they have stinky breath. Like it's, it could be something that simple, that small, but I don't know. No. But like, well, being with the person and wanting to meet those people are different things too. Like yeah, yeah. Like I love me some Jill Scott. I don't care what nobody's. And Jill, if you listen. Hey, boo. Okay, oh. okay, okay. <laughs>